The boorish women of the Democratic Party. The boorish, embittered, hard-hearted members of the Democratic Caucus in Congress, whom I think identify as women, really test my ability to love my enemies. If you don't know who I'm talking about, they're the cult members dressed in white at the State of the Union address and a couple of others who chose to sit home. Their nominal cult leader is Nancy Pelosi, the boorish, embittered Speaker of the House, who in a fit of adolescent peak shredded her copy of President Trump's address in full view of cameras. In a must-read piece published on The Hill and titled Nancy Pelosi Should Resign, law professor Jonathan Turley, who did not vote for Trump and did vote for Obama, wrote this about Pelosi's behavior, and I quote, The conduct of Speaker Nancy Pelosi at the State of the Union address will go down as a day of infamy for the chamber as an institution. Her drop-the-mic moment will have a lasting impact on the House. Pelosi has shredded decades of tradition, decorum, and civility that the nation could use now more than ever. The House Speaker is more than a political partisan, particularly when carrying out functions such as the State of the Union Address. A president appears in the House as a guest of both chambers of Congress. The House Speaker represents not her party or herself, but the entirety of the chamber. At that moment, she must transcend her own political ambitions and loyalties. What followed was an utter disgrace. First, Pelosi dropped the traditional greeting before the start of the address, which is, Members of Congress, I have the high privilege and distinct honor of presenting to you the President of the United States. Instead, she simply announced, Members of Congress, the President of the United States. It was extremely petty and profoundly inappropriate. Even those of us who disagree with Trump's policies should consider what Pelosi destroyed in her moment of rage. She shredded the pretense of governing with civility and dignity in the House. Notably, she did not wait to rip up her copy of the speech until after she left the House floor. Pelosi wanted to do it at the end of the speech, in front of the camera, with the president still in the chamber. That act was more important to Pelosi than preserving the tradition of her office, in doing so, she forfeited the right to occupy that office, end quote. Regressives are trying to rationalize Pelosi's egregious violation of norms by claiming Trump started it. So let's make clear the timeline. One, Pelosi impeached Trump. Two, Trump declined to shake Pelosi's hand. Three, Pelosi deviated from protocol and introduced him improperly. Four, Pelosi shuffled papers, grimaced, mouthed words to people in the audience, and shook her head throughout the entire State of the Union address. Five, Pelosi and her white enrobed cultists refused to clap even after Trump's eloquent, hopeful, nonpartisan conclusion. And six, Pelosi dramatically shredded his speech in full view of cameras. Hard-to-rein-in cult member Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez objected to the Presidential Medal of Freedom being awarded to radio commentator Rush Limbaugh because, she claimed, it's an extraordinarily sacred award. Add the meaning of the word sacred to the growing list of things AOC doesn't know. Sacred means dedicated or set apart for worship of a deity, worthy of religious veneration, made or declared holy, connected to religion.
While the Presidential Medal of Freedom is a prestigious honor, it is not a sacred honor. The Presidential Medal of Freedom is awarded, quote, for especially meritorious contribution to, one, the security or national interests of the United States, two, world peace, or three, cultural or other significant public or private endeavors, end quote. It is not a sacred award. Here are a few other Presidential Medal of Freedom recipients, none of whom would deserve it based on AOC's redefinition of it as a sacred award. Some of these recipients would be deemed wholly undeserving of even a participation ribbon for their non-meritorious anti-culture contributions. So here are some others. Lady Killer Ted Kennedy, Harvey Milk, Ellen DeGeneres, Gloria Steinem, Robert De Niro, Tom Brokaw, Lou Wasserman, Martha Ray, Kirk Douglas, Barbara Streisand, Bruce Springsteen, Tom Hanks, and Doris Day. Mind reader AOC continued, and I quote, Trump wants to assert that Rush Limbaugh is somehow on the same level as Rosa Parks, end quote. Really? That's what Trump wants to assert? Well, then I guess Obama wanted to assert that Emilio Estefan, James Taylor, Tom Brokaw, Lorne Michaels, and Harvey Milk are, quote, somehow on the same level as Rosa Parks, end quote. Like President Trump, many Americans believe Rush Limbaugh has contributed meritoriously to the public endeavor of critiquing the progressive ideology that is slowly destroying our most basic liberties and cultural institutions. While providing no evidence, the arrogant and toxic AOC called Limbaugh a virulent racist. That's weird, because Limbaugh's longtime black colleague, James Golden, better known as Bo Snerdly, tweeted this, and I quote, I am a proud African American. I love my heritage as an American and trace from ancestors who grew up in the segregated South. I never condone racism. I would never work for or tolerate a racist. I know Rush. I love Rush because I know him, end quote. Then, with no apparent recognition of her own hypocrisy, AOC whined about, quote, all sorts of norms being violated, end quote, by Trump awarding the medal at the State of the Union address rather than in a standalone ceremony. I kid you not, AOC who boycotted the State of the Union address and cheered nominal cult leader Nancy Pelosi's shredding of Trump's speech, claimed to be concerned about the violation of norms. AOC wasn't done yet. The petty mind reader then proclaimed to know that Limbaugh was, quote, pretending to be surprised, end quote, about receiving the honor, which for some odd reason really bugged her. First, How would she know what Limbaugh knew? She claims rumors were swirling all day. Well, perhaps they were, but if so, many journalists, whose job it is to keep abreast of such events, admit to being shocked by the award. And even if Limbaugh knew and feigned surprise, so what? Isn't that the gracious response to receiving an award that was intended to be a surprise? Fellow cult member and norm violator Rashida Tlaib gleefully announced her disrespectful exit before the end of the State of the Union address, telling MSNBC host Rachel Maddow that Trump's mention of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh 
was a trigger for her. Before she exited, however, she and Ilhan Omar, alleged former wife of her own brother and adulterer, made a racist statement by shamefully refusing to stand to honor 100-year-old Charles McGee, one of the last surviving Tuskegee Airmen. Talib, who identifies as a Muslim, whose Allah is a woman, can be seen in a video, if you go to this article online, calling for Trump's impeachment a year ago, before the Mueller report had even been released. She announces to a rally that she told her son, quote, we're going to impeach the mother effer. The principles, policies, and behavior of these nasty women are why so many hope Trump wins again. Oh, and all the good stuff he's done.